When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Monday. I know it's a little rainy out right now, but hey, we've got Lori in studio and T. Michael Rambo is with us with us as well, having a lot of fun today. That's the beautiful That's the beautiful voice you hear over there, Michael T. Rambo. And we got some people we got to remember, or someone we have to remember, right, Lori? Well, we do, but first of all, T. Michael, what do your friends and family call you? First of all, what does your family do? They there call you, you T? Well, you know, actually... I, to my family, I'm Mike. Oh, you're Mike. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm I was. A, I, I'm Mike. I mean, I even like tried to start my own little lawn, lawn care business when I lived in Detroit, Michigan, on Fairfield. Yeah. Uh, called Tidy Mike Lawn Care. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, well, me and and Stephen, Steve, uh, Steve, um, Simeon, and. Uh, uh, oh, it was. I'm Thurman, Thurman and Delbert Hunt. We all got together. Oh my gosh, you guys resources. had a you guys had a business plan. We, we had a little a something sword. going on of yeah. a sort. Yeah, sort, sort. Uh, yeah. Well, I can. I always call you uh, T. Michael Rambo. Yeah. Uh, Grant calls you Michael T. Rambo. Well, I think huh. what, what the, the thing that happens often <laughs> is that people uh, and people tend to lean into a, a, a consonant or a single letter as a as a middle name yes. indication. But in this indication or this situation, Situation iteration. I am T Michael because T stands for my first name, and then Michael is my middle name, and yeah. and that's kind of. Uh, I think that's kind of sexy, T Michael. Oh, I love it. I always <laughs> call you by your. I go T Michael. So T that right, right. T Michael. You know, T Michael. It, it has a certain genesis. Well, about it, it does. It mm-hmm. also reminds me if like you were really into your NASA stuff. T minus <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, something about the T. Yeah, and and that, and that is the the tone of much of what we've talked about. That T and T and this yes, T Michael, yes, and, Travis yeah, and, uh, and and Taylor, Taylor, and, yeah, and you know, and Grant. We can give you a T too, T yeah, Grant. He's got Grant at the end of his yeah, name. Yeah, Grant. Night, I, Mr. I, Grant. I call you Mr. Rambo. Is that not uh... that that happens often too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then playfully people would say that you know well, that's my father. You know, right. <laughs> right. But I'm a little I'm a little long in the tooth to play that game with people. No, people that's are like, true. no, dude, you're the grandfather. No, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? I know, but Rambo is a great last name. Thank I love you. It. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's cool too. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, all right, so T. Michael, one of the things that you may or may not know about me, but I mm-hmm. am an, I wouldn't say obsessive, but I would say I'm a rabid obituary oh, reader. Really? Yeah, well, that that's fascinating. My, my, my grandmother, um, my maternal grandmother, she, that was the part of the paper that she <laughs> took when my grandfather would bring the paper home. That was her... 
conversation starter and her yes. reason to get on the phone. Oh, child, did you know that Beatrice, yeah. she transitioned, she went to glory. <laughs> and now that she's gone to glory, what are we going to do? <laughs> Who's going to make the macaroni and cheese for the Sunday? You know, yeah. Blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that is, and it is true because there is a, there is a an story. There's an, yeah. And people are talking about, but I really just have for whatever, I think being an Air Force brat, honest to God, yeah, I'm yeah. going to blame it on that. The Stars and Stripe would only print notable obituaries and there'd be one section that would have maybe more specific to your to your base or something. Uh, sure. Like when we lived uh-huh. in Japan. So anyway, but I think uh, it was just another thing to read. Yeah, there it wasn't. There wasn't. You know, all the newsstands. And- Did you all have funnies? Did you have the comics? Yes, and, and I read those covers. Okay, I, I read yeah. every yeah. one of them, but I read the obituaries. I read the crossword puzzle. I mean, I was desperate. To read. So um, I'm always just like looking at any notable obituary and sometimes, you know, just even non-notable. But find out that, um, well, first of all, Saturday, if Friday was or Thursday was the 21st of September, we had the first day of fall come upon us. Oh, yes, we did. And Lenny Kravitz, uh, his people talked him into (laughs) joining TikTok, they probably said, Lenny, you don't have to do a thing. We'll come up with little scenes for you to act. And he said, okay, you promise it's not too much work. I can be wherever I am, and I can hardly notice that you're filming me. Yes, Lenny, that's how it's going to go. And they put him in his big uh, uh, scarf from 2012 (laughs) that made the Internet just go crazy on is this, is this is this the scarf the, the body conscious scarf with the huge the shirt? Yeah, he, yes, right. yes. Uh, so yeah. he's he's wearing it for his first TikTok, and Graham posted it. Grab your big scarf. It's the first day of fall, and I want to say, I think we should have a thing where we ask people, how many times a day do you find yourself thinking about Lenny Kravitz? Because for me, <laughs> I'm going to say I think about Lenny Kravitz, I bet, once a day. There you go. Well, that, that I think that's sufficient. I, I want to say, though, as, as a, a fellow chiming in, I, I would not object to having those abs. Oh, my God. That dude, that dude I mean, he, he gives whole new meaning to just saying, okay, I'm 50-something. Because he's, he's 50-something, right? Yes. That's Julia crazy. and I have met him in person. That's crazy. He was ignoring us until she told him that Prince said to say hi to him. Oh, then he then And then he turned up. around and he waved and gave us his million-dollar smile. We died. We just about died. Um, but uh, I have to report that he is... What I would never say to his face. Okay. Petite. He's petite. Petite. Is that why he's the? <laughs> oh, that's why he's built that way. He's a small guy. Yes, there. He's got less area to maintain. <laughs> right. Like we're not talking about Prince Petite. We're talking about more like. Uh, no, we're talking about maybe, 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 maybe he had. Maybe he might be an inch taller than Prince was. Wow. Yeah. Same kind of. That size, petite man, which I know men do not like to be described as petite. 
<laughs> no, not really. No, that's it. I, I would say I think they would even lean into being being small, small, yeah, yeah. over petite, <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or you know. I, you know. I was just, shocked though at how perfect he was, and I think that's why I found myself thinking about him once a day, like men think about the Romans. Ever since I saw him in person, and I thought, but still, there's something about him that was just. When he smiled, I mean, really, the it like, just charmed you to the to the toes. Beautiful, you yeah. know. They always well, anyway. But I, now I'm getting distracted on my notable yeah. obituary. Well, you know, I have to tell you that something else was given to us on the 21st of September. Of what? Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. Oh, we played it. We played oh, yeah. it several times. Oh, that that you know. That day is also yeah. the day that a young new generation of minds learn about Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's true. On the twenty-first day of September, Grant played it like five times oh, yeah. on Thursday. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to do the education. We appreciate you passing that along to the youngsters. Yeah, right. Teaching today's minds for tomorrow. Yeah, it's such a good song. Oh, so oh. good, so that, good. You know, it's something about there are certain songs that bring evoke such fine, 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 fabulous memories. A little alliteration for you. Yes. Um, and and Earth Wind and Fire does that. They're in my song, my song book of life. Earth Wind, Stevie Wonder, you know. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah. So you can't go wrong. This can't is why you, I want you to be at the Dakota always on the regular. On the regular. Well, you know, October 20th, you, you can okay. come hang out. That's okay. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. October 20th. Mm-hmm. Now I'm writing it down on my calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, before I came in today, I saw just an old, I won't say an old, a f- dear friend, Umo Odu. Mm-hmm. Umo uh, Odu. I love her name. Umo Odu. It's so, so lovely. Does sound like music? Yes. And um, she knits and she's a beautiful person. And um, she, I was telling her I was coming to share this night, this day with you on the radio. And she almost lost her mind. I listened to Gloria Julia. <laughs> I love it. And so it was it was so nice, you know. So so I just wanted to say a shout out to her and just how enthusiastic people are to know that I'm here with you today and just Aww. thank you. I want to say that to anyone listening how much it means to Aww. me to share the the mic and hold space with I know. you too. Yeah, it's T- cool. T- Michael's like, What what do I share? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's a, something. It's a, <laughs> on our website. I I grant, I mean people I'm just, you know, I don't oh, know. Oh, I that's what you meant by share. I thought you meant he wanted to share. I was like, we no, can send like it share. Share a yeah. link, or if someone wants to be proactive and say, hey, I'm going to be on the show today. Well, what we'll do is after the show's over, I'll send you a link to the podcast from the show, and you can promote that and say, hey, come check, go back and listen to me on the podcast. Yeah. That's go beautiful. back and do it. So I'll get you that link, okay? Right, but Grant, people do, you, can... do you smell that? Hmm. What? That's art. Thank that's you. Art. That's <laughs> art. Oh, you're that's so art good. you're smelling. That's right. In your own little booth over there. <laughs> Lori and I are smelling else. something else, but you're smelling art. <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, T. Michael, I gave you one job and one job only oh, today, shizmet. and that shizmet. was to do random thoughts about okay. whatever you want. All so right. we'll be right back I'll with get, that. I'll be random. Okay. Okay. It's uh, Lori here for El Barrito Mercado, which is uh, celebrating uh, National Hispanic Month uh, through October 15th. They're also family-owned, and they are now on their second and third generation of women owning El Barrito Mercado. And it is just, if you've, we know we got football games coming up, whether winning or losing, if you're having people coming over for the game, it's so fun to be able to go to El Burrito Mercado and get authentic Mexican 
food from the deli, from the guacamole, ceviche, the chips. You can get uh, the meat already, you know, just sliced and all you have to do is grill it. Um, don't forget, they also have uh, Mexican breakfast served daily um, from 8 to 11 and um, just delicious. And they serve um, uh, amazing things from their bakery as well. Don't forget about that. And they've got a great marketplace, El Burrito Mercado. I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, T. Michael. It is your time to live up to your random Rambo last name. <laughs> rambling, 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 Rambo. Rambo, Rambo, Rambo all the day. Honestly, Michael T, Mr. Rambo, I, I'm going to go with this. I could sit, I was just telling this to Lori earlier, with the weather the way it is, I could sit back and listen to you tell stories with that deep voice of yours oh, all man. day long. Yeah, all day like long. you read books ever for a living? You know, I've done some of that. I've done, I just finished doing a, a video book uh, or an audio book for uh, a friend here um, just recently uh, about a, a young man and his um, keys, Kenyon uh, and, and his keys. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It really was really very cool, fun cool. to be a part of that project. And you know, I uh, um, random thoughts. This is this is funny because you said this. I'm just randomly going back to this story that has very little to do with my current lifestyle. But when I was in fifth grade, I had a crush on Diane Mosley. Oh, Diane Mosley. She had legs like greased cinnamon sticks. Her yellow crossing guard sash was a brilliant yellow neon and it just came just at her waist as her accordion pleated skirt would sashay back and forth when she'd lift her little paddle let us cross the street when we got off the bus at oh Wildermere and, and Thatcher at Hampton Elementary School. I played the violin because back when I was a kid well I didn't play it they gave you an instrument mm -hmm. and the bullies Raymond Gibson with the bad tomato rash on his forehead <laughs> um, they came out <laughs> And they found me going into the school and snatched my my violin and tossed it on top of the school with my parents. And to this day, I don't think they've ever really known how traumatic that was. But all I know is that Diane Mosley came to me, and that's how we became close friends. Aww. She came and she held my hand. She said, "It's okay, Thomas. I'll get you inside with Mr. Simpson, and we'll get you we'll get your violin from the top of the school." From that point forward, I had a constant friend in Diane Mosley. She had Afro puffs on the side of her head, like big cotton balls that was that were dripped and drizzled in warm chocolate oh diane mosley but anyway uh as i as i digress um i love it that was awesome it was it, i can see i was everything. I, I was feeling it yeah, yeah. I was were you feeling it? did i, did I do it did I, did I make it happen I, I was i was at the crossing okay yeah. there you go there you go well um it, it brings me to kind of thinking about it, schools and education i i have been educated for almost 40 years i've taught everything from uh, juvenile offenders to uh children with all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Who, who are um, experiencing homelessness to seniors to memory care patients. I guess they didn't know that about you. Yeah, I, I have been a K-12 educator and now I teach theater at the University of Minnesota, where that I've been for 23 okay, years. Uh, I teach in the theater arts and dance department. I have a class tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, and I just think about how powerful and how important um, teachers are. I, I was just thinking, oh, mm-hmm. you know, how much we devalue so many things in our culture, how much things seem to be taken for granted and dismissed and minimized. And I think our educators are just probably one of the least appreciated treasures that we could ever want to value and embrace as one of the greatest uh, cornerstones to the success and the progression of our country, of our children. Yeah, they spend so world. much time with, they, with kids. They do. They our are kids. educators spend more yeah. time with with many of our parents yeah. than their parents do. Right. You know, and and to that end, we really want to take care of them, and we also have to take care of our kids even more, and think more about what they're receiving as we were talking about mm-hmm. you know social media and the like and and here's my little pro- pothe- hypothesis and then i'll stop going off on this random vent or bent um i think because of what i've experienced that children drop out of school in fifth grade and they walk out in 10th wow that's my if i were going back to graduate school and, t- and doing mm-hmm. a, PA, a you know, phd study whatever thesis mm-hmm. It would be the fact that the lights go off and they wait till they're 16 to walk out of school. Wow. You know, and, and that's why we need to really keep the lights on for our children and keep uh, the lights on for our educators. And mm-hmm. so that's my random thought about how important education is and how important our children and those who educate them are. So yeah. That's my, that's my little soapbox for the day. Well, you know, and it is true because I, I think, you know, like if you, I, there, most people can, they have at least, one or two teachers that they can name yes. by name that influence them that you know whatever the encouragement that was needed and you know it's like i just and you have like the uh, the fondest of memories of those teachers yeah. that made an impact and it was the really that you could always tell when a teacher didn't care yeah, the apathy, apathy. Yeah, you can't see the when the lights yeah. go out in our teachers, and that's yeah. why we want to make sure that that everyone can sustain the the, right. the, the most committed and dedicated. Well, how do you do you know? that? Well, you Teaching know, you, we, over and over well, and yeah, over. Yeah, it really comes from how do we stimulate people to know they have value? And when we realize we have, when we realize we have value, we realize that we have to give our best effort. Mm-hmm. You know, when we are are dismissed or we are taken for granted, we don't feel like we matter enough to matter for ourselves, and that's. Yeah. A challenge. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's a, a really important thing that we have to remember. That's why I tell folks all the time, you know, how we treat people is so important and we can't take for granted the value of a smile, a, mm-hmm. a gentle gesture, mm-hmm. a warm thought, just, you know, just acknowledgement. I think of people who, who are on the sides of our little expressways, you know, et cetera. 
And yes, you may not be into giving a dollar of water or or a sandwich or whatever, but, but you could smile at you could, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people find themselves experiencing the sense of being invisible. Right. And no one wants to be invisible. No. You know, no one wants to be visible. And that's why it's so cool. And I'm segueing back to TNT. And that's why, you know, the, the visibility of TNT. <laughs> Travis at, and, uh, Travis Taylor, and Taylor, Taylor and Travis. Taylor and Travis. Yes. Um, became so important because they, they're very visible. And we spend a lot of time spending and expending energy on keeping the focus on people who already have focus. Mm-hmm. We need to broaden and enlarge yeah. the aperture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we call him Tavis? Tavis. Tavis. Oh, Tavis. Tavis. Tavis Swift. It's a great name. Tavis. Tavis. I think we. I think we just named some children. Because I've always loved the name Mavis. It doesn't get used anymore. It's simply old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's something about Mavis that I kind of like. So Tavis, I don't know. I, well, I want you to know that that in 10 years, when I'm back in the third grade classroom and I meet a Tavis, yeah. I'll know where the name came That's from. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you had nothing to do with the birthing of that child. How about that? <laughs> Usher did. They'll Usher discover did. Usher. Usher. Usher and Tavis. You know. Oh, I love it. All right, that was great. Thank yeah. you so much. What's happening on the roads? Uh, Yes, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic. Thank you, Mr. Rambo, for those random thoughts. Okay, this testimonial from First Equity made me laugh. This is uh, from John. I hope I never buy another house again. But if I do, I hope I do it with Nick for First Equity. He made things quick and easy and was just very, very professional. But I do hope i never buy another house again so there you go that is so funny here's another one this from uh david and jan about nick he was just the best talking about nick he took the time to explain everything for our options from start to finish and anytime we had a question concern he was available uh whether it was by phone email or text probably one of the best experiences ever thanks nick thanks first equity uh, we really appreciate it. And home buying is still happening. Things are still going on in the market. <clears throat> there are reasons for people getting refinancing, getting into home. Go to my talk keyword, David. Well, I got sidetracked, sidetracked at the top of the hour. Uh, Grant, you were like, oh, we were going to talk about a note. We rambled off on obituaries and I never got to, yeah. you know, the notable person who passed away. Um, of course, People won't know the name because uh, they you probably have to be of a certain age or you've maybe heard one of their songs because their sound very much epitomizes a certain sound in the 60s. It's a band called The Association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Terry... Uh, Rick, Rickman. Kirkman. Terry Kirkman. Oh, was it Kirkman? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's Kirkman. He was the singer-songwriter... For the association, because there were like six guys in the band. Anyway, he passed away um, last weekend at the age of 83. And uh, whenever like somebody that's a 60s or 70s act dies, I always take a picture of the headline and I send it to Donnie. And I thought, Donnie, you would know so many stories because he was a dj and in the 70s he played a lot of 60s stuff and then eventually in the 70s and so uh the association 
Grant's like, I don't know. Do we know that? I like, well, let's try this song, Never My Love. We've heard this used. Never My Love. Yes, in soundtracks to set the stage yeah, for the 60s. I, I know this one. So he did that. He wrote that song. Um, and it's he's the lead singer, Windy, that song, Windy. Which, um, Wendy, but you don't realize how many songs the associations, the the band, the association has, and Terry Kirkman, sing songwriter and singer, and apparently, um, so so popular, and he was very much like. Um, all the sick cast, Elliot and David Crosby and the Laurel Canyon guy. Everyone loved Terry Kirkman because he's, you know, a good, a good egg. Huh? He was a good egg, and he also was a real life songwriter. So sometimes just flippantly having conversation with someone who's, you know, you might pass along a good idea, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's kind of why I always have enjoyed it in the award programs the. And I don't know if enjoy is the proper word, but the in memoriam. Yes. Those moments. Because you think, oh, wow. I remember them. Oh, man. What impact they made for so many people or, or for myself included. You know, yes. This, this, um, those are lovely uh, moments to just kind of take in and just recall people and the significance they have. They also, he also, uh, they did the song uh, Along Comes Mary. Oh. And they did a very sappy version which people it didn't really go anywhere but uh, uh donnie told me this that terry wrote this song called cherish and he was offered because it didn't i mean it did okay but they kind of it, it was this dreamy pop song that didn't really i don't know if you have that cherish to, i have the uh, david Cass- okay so yeah, yeah so so terry was offered a thousand dollars which at the time well, would have been like 10 grand that's what donnie love told me he did the math in today's math really to sell it and terry's like no and then a few years later what's uh the number one single released on David Cassidy's number one album. Play it, Grant. All right, here we go. Oh. oh. And so Terry did not sell his song. So you can imagine that he had a good life just based on that huge song. Success, yeah. Which David Cassidy was 19 when he recorded that song. On the Partridge Family bus, right? Yeah, well, Bell Records, Bell Records is okay. who he um, was uh, signed to. And anyway, so Terry... That song, I've forgotten. You know, I wonder what it would be like to resurrect, to re reimagine that song today. Oh, I, that is a beautiful... That's cherished. That is a lovely song. It is a beautiful song. Both Grant and Literally. I, like, no, if you keep playing it... It's like uh, such unrequited uh, love, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the original. Do you want to hear the original, and then we'll hear? Yeah. So here's okay. the original one with the uh, association singing. That- this one just did okay, you know. Got some radio airplay. But then, you know, this one just hits so much better. It's just. Isn't it amazing oh. how three clicks RPM can change a song yeah. so dramatically? It's just taking that down oh. three ticks, four ticks to that mm. tempo. Mm. You're right. Transformed that song into something that was palpable, palatable. Oh, and I remember, like, okay, I remember, like, I I didn't even know what any of it meant, okay? What any of what he was singing about. But I remember my sister and I clutching our pillows and singing to each other at the top of our, 
lungs, you know, we knew every word and we knew it was about a boy who didn't like us. And that could have been any number of boys for both of us. So we just were quite, you know, fond of that song, probably almost like Taylor Swift people are. Yes, right. You know, we, David Cassidy, he was just our, we just. What, what, what would they be called, Cassies? I don't know. I mean, I Cassies was, Donny was... Osmond had my heart. I wasn't cheating on him with uh, David, but David really touched me with Cherish because of the lyrics. Because those are good those lyrics. Those are very good lyrics. I, I agree. That's what I said. I wonder what it would be like to reimagine it today. I think you should do it. You're the I'm only th- one of us who has a realistic chance. Yeah, but I'm going to have to think about that. Put the note to self. Margaret is, is my father's wife. She's our bonus mom, Margaret yeah. Erickson Rambo. And she watches you. I think I shared it with, uh, uh, like, a lot. And I, I want her to take a note because she's probably listening. I want her to cherish. Cherish. By David Cassidy, that song. Margaret, and originally by, by the, the association. association. That's the song that has to be reimagined. And then, uh, you know, I say, hit it! It I is because it's like so emotive. Yeah, oh man, there you go. And then it swoops in at the end of that mm. song. Or like he goes, it's very dramatic. If you keep listening, listening, it yeah. gets to a crescendo that David Cassidy brings it to grant's gonna find it oh my goodness come on come on that's so good do they do that they don't (laughs) understand when we said they don't do it like that they just don't i i often laugh when i think of of some of the kids i teach at different high schools and places when today's much of the rap and hip-hop and some of the that it's it's gonna giggle me when they're like 80 that's my song and i was like oh yeah. It's going to be hard to mirror that. But, you know, there's always songs within the songs that are the bed squeakers and the the, the, dan- the dance anthems, okay? Yeah, that's true. In between all the noise that people may like or whatever, those two consistent. Yes, those two consistent types of music will always be with us. Yes, indeed. All genres. <laughs> but, yeah, just, I don't know, the whole Terry Glickman just made me go down that rabbit hole and i just thought yeah but he well, was you. real glad he didn't sell yeah i'll say i'd cherish for a thousand dollars and look what he probably received in, in exchange now oh, oh yeah well he's... in 1972 or whenever that song came out everyone bought records yeah he's yeah. it says here i've been looking at net worths and the rough estimate is between three to five million dollars net worth Probably from selling a lot of, from yeah, from that song. From that yeah. song, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's a yeah. lot of money, right? Because that, not crazy. a lot of people are doing the association songs. No, but they get played. Those association association songs, you'll hear them if um, a film, TV show or a TV film sample. is trying mm-hmm. to set the mood for when a scene is. Oh uh, yeah, what period of time we're looking? I, at. I feel uh-huh. like uh, maybe Quentin Tarantino might have used oh, it yeah, in uh, Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. That's a good I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're talking about um, when you were talking about TV shows and Donny Osmond. I now I'm gonna just admit it. I was uh, caught up in the, the television show about who's. Celebrity, are you related to? What's the show? Oh. What was the, um, yeah, yeah, I'm a, um, yeah, I'm a it's on Monday night. It yeah. was on. And Donnie's son. 
was, was on. Was on. And, and I don't know how they didn't get that right off. The kid is like a spitting image from, from his pops. Well, they didn't know who Donny Osmond was. That that's must right. have been. That, there you go. That's right. There you go. Yeah, but that that that, that was really. Did he win? He he didn't win because they figured out he was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they kicked him out quick. They were like, you're Donny Osmond. Yeah, did you kid. like that show? Um. I, I, it caught I, your attention. It caught my attention because yeah. you know I'm I'm kind of a, a celebrity you know uh, celebrant, and mm -hmm. so I was kind of curious right. who these people were related to. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you could see it in some of their faces, and some of them were so abstract. I was like, who would, who could you be related to? Yeah, like, right. You know, that, that's, as they say down home, you don't favor much. <laughs> that first <laughs> that first elimination though with Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. niece. Yeah. Oh, that was epic. <laughs> She was pissed. She was not going for it. <laughs> I mean, come on. How do you not get her with the bench and the poster? I mean, she was throwing everything. She did have a point, but she was such a Karen about it. Yes, she, she was, was. very yeah. much. She was just that we she needed She was so it. entitled about it. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and yeah. She's, she's like, the first time something bad, it's like, oh, girl, all right, okay, uh, you can get used to that now. Uh, uh, Lots uh, uh, of people uh, have been getting used to bad treatment. All I can tell her is just, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, just tell her, run, baby, just run. Uh, all right, listen, we come back we're gonna do something we call hollywood speak but i didn't really prepare t michael for it so we'll talk we'll talk is what we're gonna do we'll talk. all right uh t michael thank you for filling in for julia today appreciate that that's really sweet of you to be here thanks um oh turn on. on there we go there yep. you go there we go what was oh, that michael oh i, I missed out oh i hey. just was thanking you yeah. oh, oh thank you thank you so very much it's so delightful to be here and i'm having so much fun i am just checking you out and seeing how you're moving all the papers around oh i'm moving all the papers around i'm old school yeah, i can't I get distracted <clears throat> by like looking at the screen i gotta kind of look at some stuff uh Otherwise, you know, people, we are on the radio. Right. And so people can, have you ever noticed how people completely space out if they're engaged with their phone? They're like, they, 100%. They, 100%. 100% yeah. They're just there. You're getting, um, you know, fubbed. You're getting fubbed. Right. Yeah. And, and fubbed. I think that um, I marvel when I'm on stage with uh, uh, musicians specifically who put all their things on their iPad tablet and then they use that. And I just, I, I am so tactile. I need my little lyric sheet, a little page do? of paper. Yeah, and I need to turn the page. Just so I can remember where I am. I, it's it's silly. And maybe if I were more organized, it's really yes, what the real exactly. issue is. It's really more about, it's not even the activity. That's the, the Hollywood speak. If only yeah. you were more organized. Yeah, more organized. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, so do you uh, watch any Real Housewife uh Franchise, and, yeah. No shame with okay, any answer. No. no, none, none at all. No. I used to, I used to watch Atlanta uh, back when Nene was there. Yes, and the original kind of yes, the good juicy yes, stuff. That yes, was, yes, that was really fun. It was fun. Know? It was fun for a while. And, and and that the, show got bad. It got real bad, real quick, and so much, so bad that they needed. I think I, I happened to just in passing chime in, and I was like, "Oh, we need to get rid of these kids." Cause yeah. They need they need a hiatus. Well, you know, we have a reboot of the the last season of uh, the Real Housewives of New York mm -hmm. City got so bad that they didn't even have a reunion team. Michael, this would be like a year ago. Um, it was Ramon. I mean, just it was just I don't know. They were fighting and drinking, and it was just a bad energy and losing viewers right and left. Julia refused to even. 
I uh, do it. Well, Andy Cohen, he's like a, a master television or something. He's like a wizard. He decided to reboot New York City and cast whole new group of women. And the one named person was Jenna Lyon, who was like the president and then the CEO of, of uh, you know, J. Crew. J. And, you know, she really has kind of a fashion success story her because she started like as a you know uh, on the floor you know in retail in mm. whatever so she was the only name housewife but they get like this you know so they recast it and they call it you know it's just real housewives of new york well they cast this gal named Bryn who i think should be like a future like she could be studied. This is how you come in <laughs> as a housewife, you know, because she's uh, very vulnerable about like, you know, her, she was raised by her grandmother because her mom was white and her dad was black and neither side of the family really wanted her, but yeah. her black grandma wanted her. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she really pa- passed and looked for white, I mean, you know, and then no mom. And, I mean, you can only imagine the, that's a traumatic, you know, childhood. And the it's gra- hard to let that go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's, now she's 36 years old, living her best life is Fun and bubbly, and she's just like everything we want in a housewife, even though she's never been married, but she's been engaged three times. Oh, she's a, she, so she's a housewife without being a housewife. That's being right, a that's oh. right, and that's been a long time, but she's just so bubbly and fun, and Andy, on her first night ever in the clubhouse, let her have a segment called Bryn's Sex and Dating Tips, and she's sitting next to this guy, um, oh, he used to date Bella Hadid, Tyler Cameron. He's a good-looking model okay, okay. and good-looking guy. These two, I mean, they could have had, Roni could have been horny last night. This clubhouse <laughs> was so <laughs> horny. I hope these two have a date, but she is just delightful. So let, I just wanted to play Bryn Sex and dating tips in case there are people out there that would like to know what Bryn has to say. Uh, Bryn seems to be an expert in the dating world, so tonight she's generously agreed to share her fountain of wisdom. She seems very Count down her top five sex and dating tips. Okay, okay. I can't wait to hear this. Bryn, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> okay, so number five. Okay, it's 2023. Gender is no longer a thing. I think whatever, if you're concerned about what's in someone's pants, it should be their wallet, not their genitals. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, tip number four is when you start to like someone, you get the butterflies and you're really excited, immediately start to date two other people. <laughs> because then you're not like an obsessed. And right, right. Okay. Like, okay. Like it helps. You'll okay. get the one you like if you have other two others. Okay. Two okay. others. That's okay. right. Third one, um, eye contact during sex is the hottest thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She and Tyler are looking at each other. Um, Number two, okay, if they want you, they'll be with you. There's no, like, I'm too busy, I had work. When they want you, they want you. Like, they will... Yeah. Right? I mean, they'll they'll, they, mm-hmm. you know, they'll fly across the world yes. to, to dinner. Yeah. True story. Mm-hmm. They will, like, 
they'll text story. you during like halftime at like, you know, the fifth game of the NBA, NBA Finals. Oh. Another true story. Oh. Yeah, like there's, they will text you when they want you. Okay. So don't let anyone make you feel like you, you know, they don't have time for you. Okay, last um, up. And then, you know that I'm a romantic. Yes. And very traditional girl. Yes. And I think it's important to say butt stuff for marriage. <laughs> Did she say butt what? stuff? Yes. Oh my God! I am going to say that Brynn <laughs> that, gets Bryn some solid. That's Brynn, new New York housewife. That is some solid Holy advice. Advice. Oh. Well, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that much of those things made sense. The, the wallet and genitalia, the orgasmic haze. You know, uh, I think the uh, whole idea I, about. You know the two other people, so you don't get too caught up. Might That's not be a right. Bad idea. That's what we call the orgasmic haze around here. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the lavender haze. All right, we'll be right back.